0: Okay, my abayim, welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem to the Koilel De Dapirka, National Monday Afternoon Cheer. Parshas Taldais, Be'ezras Hashem, the Sefer on Shemois is now in print. Um, the Siat HaShemai is scheduled to be printed this week in Eretz Yisrael. Be'ezras Hashem, um, next Monday I will not... Uh, be with you um, for the Monday afternoon shir. I'm, I will be in Eretz Yisrael next Monday. Um, if anybody wants to uh, have a bulletin on upcoming Svarim, if they want to be Meshedatev, Be'ezus Hashem, there's a Haggadah being worked on for this year's uh, Pesach for Art Scroll. And the next Sefer and Lashen is on mm-hmm. Chinuch HaBonim. So if anybody would like to be mishtatev, please let us know. We have a very important topic today. Parshas Taldais, the birth of Yaakov and Esav. and the first one came out red. Kulay entirely like a cloak of wool. and they called his name Esav. Who's they? Rashi says everybody. And afterwards, his brother came out. And afterwards, his brother came out. And when his brother came out, His hand was grabbing the heel of Esav. And he called his name Yaakov. Rashi says, who? Either his father or HaKadosh Baruch Yitzchak was 60 years old when he... Gave birth to them. Now, there are a few things we have to pick up on over here. Esav's name is Esav. Where does that word come from? What does Esav mean? Yaakov's name is Yaakov. What does that word mean? Obviously, it comes from the lesson of Akev, Ba'akev Esav. Why was Yaakov holding on to his heel? That's unusual. Usually when twins are born... The second one is not holding on to the heel of the first. What's the meaning of this? Why of all of his parts was he holding on to his heel? Why didn't Yaakov grab his nose? Why didn't gra- Yaakov g- yank him by the ear? You know Why the heel of all parts of the body? What's the meaning of this? What's the significance of this? So the Moishav Zikadim, one of the Balayatos, asks, Tema lama ba'akev why the heel more than any other limb? And the Meish of Zakanim says, "Mivnei She'asav Nikra Chazir." Asav is referred to as the pig. She'namar, like it says in Talmud Parak, pe "Yichar Simena Chazir Miyar." And we know the pig only has one simen tahara, his split hooves. The chazir Fisalach. So Yaakov was grabbing the feet of Asav because that's Asav's only redeeming quality. Asav only has split hooves he doesn't chew its cud he doesn't chew his cud so Yaakov Avinu would only grab on to something that is Tahar which is a simon of Kedusha so therefore Yaakov Avinu grabbed the heel of Esav because since he has split hooves that's the only thing that is worthy that's the only thing that is um, possible for a tzaddik to hold on to by the way the Yismach Moshe says the exact opposite He says, why does Esav have split hooves? Esav has split hooves because Esav has split hooves because Yaakov held on to it. So the Kedusha of the holy hands of Yaakov injected and had an influence of Kedusha onto the part of Esav that Yaakov was holding on to. Okay, now this next uh, point uh, was not really a main point of the shir, but in the few moments before, um, the following idea hit me, and I, I'm very excited to share it with you. Why does the Torah say that Yaakov was holding on to the heels of Esav? Toysus asks, Tema Why does the Torah have to report this to us? Says the of Zakenim, Yaakov. This teaches us the righteousness of Yaakov, She'afilu bebeten, that even in utero, He was merciful on his mother. He said, once my mother's uterus is already open, I'm better off grabbing onto the heel of Esav and coming out, while Esav is coming out, than to trouble my mother to let me out a second time. Yaakov Avinu, in his great piety, in his great righteousness, after all, what's a chassid? You want to know? You ever wonder what's a chassid? What does it mean to be a chassid? Do you have to have white socks? Do you have to have a long coat? The definition of chassid is someone who doesn't want to cause tsar to somebody else, especially his own mother. Yaakov Avinu, in his abundant righteousness, did not want to trouble his mother, and therefore he says she already was um, poiseach her kever her rechem you know what, I might as well come out now. Now is the proper time for me to exit, so as not to cause Tzar to my mother. And you know what, I was thinking about this, and I think this is a very powerful moment in the life of Yaakov Avinu, and Yaakov Avinu did this with great Chachma. Marv Rabbi said, we all know that the great merit of Yaakov, of Esav, is Kibir Avaim. Esav's great merit is Kibir Avaim. In fact, Reb Aaron Leib Steinman says that in our generation, Hashem has given an opportunity that really in the history of the Jewish people, we've never had. You know, in the past generations, people were privileged if they had living parents. But it wasn't common to have grandparents, certainly not great-grandparents. And in our generation, we see a phenomenon that often you have people who are grandparents themselves Caring for elderly parents, why is that? Says Reb Aaron Steinman. That's because Rebbei is uh knows that we're in the final generation, and we have to give, we have to deliver the final knockout punch to Esav. And Esav is bolstered by the great mitzvah of Kibud Avim, as Reb Shimon Gamliel said. That I don't stand a candle to the Kibud of Esav. Esav would honor his father with wearing special bagadim. and I'm not on that madriga. I don't. I don't honor my father with special begadim. So we see that Esav's great Esau's great merit was the mitzvah of Kiber Avaim. And therefore, in, in order to eradicate Esav HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given the Jewish people extra opportunities to make the mitzvah of Kiber Avaim that we've never had before in our history. But it's very interesting that at the end of the day, we do have one aspect of Kibir Avaim that Esav doesn't have. And this is really how we knock him out. And that is because as great and proficient as Esav was in honoring his father, he didn't care about his mother. Rivka said, Esav did not care about his mother. Ramban says Esav didn't even go to his own mother's funeral. But Yaakov Avinu, who knows he has to uproot Esav from his very root, the moment he's born, he demonstrates his superiority to Esav in the midst of Kibbut Aim. He says, Esav, I know you're the paragon of Kibbut Av, but watch this. From the moment I'm born, I don't even want to show bizarre to my want. I don't want to cause tsar to my mother. From the moment I'm born, I want to save my mother any aggravation. And it's brought that Yosef HaTzadik is the sit-noi shal Esav. Yosef HaTzadik is the the adversary of Esav, who also greatly excelled in Kibar Av. So when his father said, Go leich na re'e eshalai meachecha And even though Yosef knew he was risking his life, what did Yosef say to his father? Hineini. The same word that Yaakov Avinu used at the Akedah. Because this Yosef knew to eradicate Esav, he has to demonstrate great kibod aim. And therefore Yosef said, kibod ab, therefore Yosef said, Hineni. And it could be in the very name of Yosef. The name of Yosef is, Asaf elekim escher He was covering over the shame of his mother, that his mother shouldn't have children. So this is very important and telling in the, the origins of Yaakov Avinu and the origins of Yosef. And we're going to speak about that more in the holy city of Yushalayim next Monday. Okay, now, let's examine the names of Yaakov and Esav. Yaakov is called Yaakov because of Akev, heel. So I have a great idea. If he's named Yaakov because of heel, he should be called heel. Now, heel is not the nicest name you could call somebody, but. Akev is not the end of the world. And where did the Yud come from? Furthermore, what does the word Esav mean? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, "Va'yikru Shemoi Esav. Says Rashi, Hakol Karo Everyone called him this. Lefi shahoya na'aseh. Because he was already made, v'nigmar, and completed, the saara in his hair, keven shanim as if he was many, many years old comes the Rashbam and the Rashbam says he's called Esav Adam Asoy. He is complete. Venigmar. And finished. Bal Seyar. He was full of here. So now we encounter something remarkable. Really Yaakov should have been called Akav without a youth. And according to the Rashbam, Esav should have been called Asoi, with the yud at the end. Comes the Holy Megala al mukhais it's Reb Shapiro. And he reveals a startling revelation that originally Esav's name was Asoi, with the yud at the end. And Yaakov's name was Akev, without a yud in the beginning. And Yaakov Avinu went and he grabbed the heel, meaning the end of Esav. What's the end of Esav? He grabbed the Yud and he made Asoy into Esav and he made Akev into Yaakov. So we asked, Asaf should be called Asoy. We asked, Yaakov should be called Akev. And the answer is yes. That was their names. But then Yaakov Inu went ahead and he grabbed the Yud. The Yud was the heel of Esav. And he took the Yud out of Asoy. And he made himself Yaakov, which, by the way, I'm personally very happy about because then my name would have been Daniel Akev, and I prefer Daniel Yaakov much better. And this is something that the Megala Mukois talks about in at least three places, in Parshas Toldois, in Parshas Vayishlach, and in Parshas Bechukosai. says the Megal HaMukos, Sheha Yaakov and Esav is the Yud. The Bechairah, Rabbi Isai. The Yud is the birthright that was stuck in the heel of Esav. He was called Asoy, Venigmar. And Yaakov should have been called Akev. But because his hand grabbed the Akev of Esav, which is the Yud, so therefore Yaakov took the Yud and he made as a crown for his head what was the heel of Esav. Now, the Megala Mukos reveals another startling revelation: that not only did Yaakov Inu take the Yud, but the truth is he's after another letter from Esav. He's also after Esav's Vav. And when Yaakov takes the Vav, then the name Yaakov will be Male with the Vav, like we find in Bchuk and in an additional four places. And I will remember my covenant with Yaakov. Mole with a vav. Says Rashi, in five places Yaakov is spelled mole. And Eliyahu is spelled chaser. Yaakov took a vav from Eliyahu's name as a guarantor. But wait a second. Did Yaakov take it from Eliyahu and make him Eliyahu? Or did Yaakov take it from Esav? And the answer is... Yaakov wanted to take it from Esav, but he didn't take it from him yet. When will we take it from Esav? In the end of days. In the meantime, Yaakov took five vavs from Eliyahu as a guarantor that one day Eliyahu will allow us to take the vav of Esav. Now why do we want to take the vav? What does the vav represent? And for that matter, what does the yud represent? Why was it so important to Yaakov to take the yud? And why is it so important to us to ultimately one day take the Vav? Now, if you take the word asav and you take out the Vav, we have a pasuk in Yeshaya. Does anybody know what an ush is? Who knows what an ush is? Ush is a bug. Is a moth. The ush, moth. more correctly, is a moth. What is a moth? Nothing. All you need to do is press on it. You'll find out exactly what it's made out of. It will disintegrate. It's nothing. It's a. It's like dust particles. sub will one day disintegrate like a moth. When? When we grab the vav out of Asav. We already took his Yod. When we grab that Vav, Esav will turn into a moth. So now we learn, the Yod of Esav was appendage to Akev became Yaakov. What was the end of Esav became the beginning of Yaakov, and we'll explain that. And we also now learn that the letter Vav is particularly connected to Yaakov Avinu. And this is evidenced in Shemayinah Esrei. The result tells us in the Shara Kavanos, in his Jushay Amida Jewish Beis, and this is brought by the Shvile Pimchas, in his Ma'amarman Parshus Taldois. We say in Shvon Esrei, Eloike Avraham, Eloike Yitzchak, Veeloike Ya'akov, Veeloike Ya'akov. Why Veeloike? Why? Why don't we say, Eloike Avraham, Veeloike Yitzchak, Veloike Yaakov, why do we only say a vav by Yaakov? Says the Ari, because Yaakov Avinu is specifically connected with the letter vav. As we see, Yaakov Avinu took the yud of Esav, and he would like to take the vav of Esav as well. Now, amazingly, just like Yaakov Avinu took the yud, there is an idea. that he's going to take the Vav as well. And the same way there are five Vavs that will go to Yaakov, there's an idea, five Yud will go to Yaakov. Ah, oh, says Megala Mukois, this is the meaning of the Pasuk. Vayoychal, vayest, Vayokom, vayelach, Vayives you ever pay attention to this unusual phenomenon that there are five vav yuds in a row? Five vav yuds in a row? That's unusual. I don't know of any other Pasuk that has five vav yuds in a row. This is a remez that Yaakov, is laying claims on the five Vavs and the five Yuds. Now, let's try to study further why did Yaakov Inu need that Yud and what does the Vav represent? Well, what was Yaakov fighting about with Esav? So the Pasuk says, The Yaakov Yiv But even before that they were striving, they were struggling in utero. It says, They were struggling. They were kicking. What was their fight about? So by the way, the tour writes amazing words. Uh, The tour writes, what do you you mean what are they fighting about? Esav is a hairy guy. Yaakov is smooth. And it, Yaakov was itchy. I mean, you know, it's like uh, Yaakov was really uncomfortable. He was getting pricked by the hair of Asaph, So they were kicking each other. The, the Yaakov was itchy. That's why Jews always have rashes and eczema. It goes back to uh, to utero. We're always itchy, you know. That's why we were kicking. But Rashi says uh, uh, further, Rashi says, They were fighting one with another. They were striving over the inheritance of the two worlds, Olam Haze and Olam Haba. Ah, one letter in the Hebrew alphabet refers, connotes Olam Haba. So the Pasuk says, Ki Hashem Sur Olamim. Ki Hashem Sur Olamim. God created the world with Ka. He created this world with a hey. What does it mean he created this world with a hey? Uh, In this world you can have people who are doing very good things and all of a sudden they make a silly mistake or they do something and they get in their own way and they fall out and they lose it. They, They just, they lose the opportunity. They lose the mitzvah. They lose continuing on the straight and narrow. Of course, there's an opening on the top of the hay that you could come back in. But this world, God created with the hay. But the next world, Olam Haba, HaKadosh Baruch created with the Yud. Yud represents Olam Haba. So therefore, says the Megal HaMukais, had the Yud in his name. And which world is Yaakov interested in? Yaakov is interested in Olam Haba. And there's a fundamental difference in attitude. Between the way Yaakov views Olam Haba and the way Yisav views Olam Haba, Yisav says, "Yeah, Olam Haba. When I get there, I worry about it. Hopefully, it will be good. My focus has to be on this world for me. Olam Haba is an afterthought. It's going to be in the at the end of my my existence. I don't really focus on that. I don't think about it. I don't live for it. It's the la- It's my heel." But what Esav makes as his heel, Yaakov Avinu makes as his primary ambition, his primary focus, the beginning, his crown. Everything is focused on oilam Haba. Yaakov Avinu takes the yud that Esav tramples on, that Esav steps on, that's Esav's heel, and Yaakov makes it his crown. For the Jew, we live with our eye set on the goal, we live for the world to come. That is the letter Yud that was at the end of Esav that Yaakov made as his Roish, that Yaakov made as his crown. And what about, and that's the birthright. That's the Bechoyra. But then there are the Brachos. Brachos are, says Megalamukos, the letter Vav. The Brachos are the letter Vav. Like we find in Brachas Kayanim, six brachas: Yevarecha, Viyishmerecha, Yair, ViChunecha, Yisa, LeYasim Lachashalim. Six brachas. The letter Vav is associated with bracha, so the Yud is the b'chayer and the Vav is the bracha. And therefore, Vayakveni ze pa'amayim, Vayistoi He tricked me twice. He took two letters. He took the Vav and he took the Yud. And that's why it says five times Vayochal, Vayesht, Vayakam, Vayelach, Vayives, Vavyud, 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 It's interesting that if we look in the Kiddush Friday night, in Vayekhulu, the Zerah Kodesh of Shitz points out that we likewise have five yuds. How so? We have vayichul hashem mm-hmm. ruzol vichol tzvam vayichala kemiymusim lachtereson vayishonim lachtereson vayivarachim lachtereson vayikadisho esoy. Five vav yuds. We could say, well, because Shabbos is me'ain oylam haba, so the same way Yaakov Avinu wanted these oisias to gain the priority of Oilam and the blessing of Oilam Haba, there is a uh, reference to five Vavyods in the Kiddush Friday night. Um, and that is what the Shvilei Pinchas suggests, that Shabbos is, by the way, may Oilam Haba, and the uh, Shvilei Pinchas says, therefore, Ba Shabbos Ba Menucha, that is the day when we strip Esav Asoy, not only of his yud, but of his Vav as well. And on Shabbos, Esav turns into a moth, and he's Ash Yoychileim. But, I want to share with you one more idea regarding the significance of this Pasuk that has five consecutive Vav Yod, Vav Yod, Vav Yod, Vav Yod, Vav Yod. Chasam Soifer asks, a, an amazing question Yaakov bought the birthright what did he buy it with? he bought it with a pot of beans how did he buy it with a pot of beans? it's not his pot of beans Yaakov is not married he's Salmachal Shulchan what's the halacha? does the kid own the food of his parents that his parents give him? no his parents are not makhne the food to him. The parents let him eat it. A child doesn't own the food of his parents. In fact, a child cannot take his parents' food and use it to buy something. So how was Yaakov Avinu able to effectuate a transaction by giving this pot of beans to Esav? It's not his pot of beans. It belongs to Yitzchak. And if it belongs to Yitzchak, Yaakov is not authorized to sell it to use it to trade for Esav, and l'chayra would seem that this transaction is null and void. However, the Chasam says, "Look at the great haska Prates of what occurred at this time." Because what was this pot of beans being cooked for? Chazal tell us that on that fateful day that Esav came back from the field, Ayev, Esav returned. To mourning. And who are they mourning? They're mourning Avram Avinu. And Ah Baruch Hu took Avram Avinu five years early in order that Avram Avinu should not see Esav go off letar Because Hashem promised Avraham that he would die beseva toiva. And this would not be beseva toiva. So Avram Avinu died on that day. And Yaakov was cooking beans, Rashi says that mourners eat beans because Ein lahem peh. there's no opening, there's no mouth just like a mourner does not greet people now this pot of beans then was a the sudas havra the first meal after the burial there's a halacha that sudas havra has to come from somebody else's money, cannot come from the possession of the mourner Sometimes people don't realize, realize this. They go home and they eat the first meal. The first meal must come from someone else's possession. So how could Yaakov be cooking beans, but these beans would not be kosher for Suda's Havra? It must be that Yitzchak was makne the beans to Yaakov, so that Yaakov could give Yitzchak Suda's Havra from from a possession that doesn't belong to Yitzchak. This was the only time in the life of Yaakov that he ever owned his food. Because Yitzchak had to been the food to Yaakov, so that Yaakov could feed Yitzchak, Sudas Havra. And just then, lo and behold, who walks in the door? Esav walks in the door. And Esav has a b'chairah. And Yaakov says, you know what? It's really nifty. It's really neat that this is the first time in my life I have some possessions on me. Let me use my... The only possessions I have to purchase the birthright from Esau. Look at the great hashkacha over here. This was the only time in Yaakov's life he ever owned anything. Now, let's come back to the five Vav yuds. Because when I saw these Vav yud's, um, this triggered something in my mind. There's another time we have a bunch of five yuds uh, together, one after another. And actually, we don't have five vavyots, we have fifteen vavyots. And excuse me, not vavyots, but 50, fifteen vavs in a row. Vyatsiv, Vinachain, v'kayam, Vyashar, Vinemon, Vyaho, Vyachavit, v'nechma, Vinoem, Vinoira, v'adrim, sukan, Kuba, Vatai, Vyafah. Fifteen vavs in a row. Anybody know why we have fifteen vavs in a row? Who thinks it's a coincidence that we have 15 vavs in a row? No. We, we know better than that. There are no coincidences in anything in the gamut of Torah and Tefillah. The Shulchan Aruch talks about a, a slight dilemma, a quandary we have. That we're, we're, the Kriya Shema has 245 words that are supposed to correspond to our 248 limbs. So the question is, what how do we get the three missing words? Some say, well, the shiach tibor repeats Hashem lekechem ms. Some say the Sheikh Sibor the the people repeat Hashem lekechem ms, and the shiach tibor repeats Hashem lekechem ms. Some add Kel Melech ne'emon. but there's a great quandary: how you get to two forty-eight. But actually the definitive approach of the Shulchan Aruch is as follows. The Shulchan Aruch says that when you say V'yatsiv, V'nachayim, V'kayim, V'yashar, V'nemon, V'ohav, V'chaviv, V'nechmad that's 15 vavs. 15 times vav is 90. 90 is 3 words. Shem Havaya times 3. Because Shem Havaya is 30. So since Shem Havaya is 30, 15 vavs is 90, is 3 Shem Havayas. So you say, what are you talking about? Shem Havaya is not 30. Shem Havaya is 26. No, says the Shachanach. Im HaKoyla, with the four letters, it's 30. So you have 15 vavs. 15 vavs is 90. 90 is 3 Shem Havayas. Those three Shem Havayahs are now mitztares to the 245 words of Kriyashima. So from this Shulchanach we see the following principle. Five Vavs is the name of Hashem. So going back to the Pasuk, Vayoycha, Vayesht, Vayokam, Vayilech, Vayivez are five Vavs. Shem indicating there was a special Hashgacha process that occurred over here. And what was that? That was, that the moment Esav walked in, that was the time that Yaakov Avinu was cooking lentils with the only food he ever owned in his life, that Yitzchak was makna to him, in order for Yaakov to have the opportunity to have possessions to buy the Bechairah. This is alluded to in the Remez to the Shem Hashem in this Pasuk. So just to summarize, we learned that Yaakov Avinu from his very origin is called was trying to hold on to the heel of Esau in order to avoid causing tsar to his mother. And this was the very origin of Yaakov. So that if Esau would ever try to supersede him in Kibbut Av, Yaakov could always turn to him and say, Yeah, pal, but what about your Kibbut Aim? And really, Esau was called Asoy with the Yud at the end. Then Yaakov was called Akev okay, without a Yud in the beginning. And when Yaakov grabbed the heel of Esau, he was grabbing we said from Toysus, the Chazer Fisalach, which is a simon of Tara. And the says, that's why Yitzchak has a simon Tara. Because Yaakov grabbed the feet and was Metaharet. But that's referring specifically to the Yud. The Yud represents Olam Haba. What's last on Yitzchak's mind is first on Yaakov's mind. The Vav is the Brachais. Now he also became Esav. In the future, he'll become Ash, a moth. That will be on the Yom Shekulay Shabbos and therefore in Vayichulu you have the five Vav Yuds. Vav Yud, the Vav times uh, five is also the Shem HaShem which we saw from the Chasam Sefer. There was an unusual hashgacha protest in this episode of Yaakov taking the Bracha, the the Yud of Esav and ultimately one day the Vav of Esav. That is what I got for you today. I'm going to wish everybody a wonderful day. Next week, Monday, there is no Shear And we'll see you in two weeks. Wishing everyone bracha vatsacha. Have a wonderful day.